Hello, this is Eric Braden. You're listening to TV Confidential. Ed Roberts, you're welcoming you back to TV Confidential Radio Talk Show about television that is happy to welcome back Mr. Howard Storm. Howard has known what funny is since he was two years old. His father was a vaudevillian and a burlesque comic, while Howard himself began his showbiz career when he was a teenager, performing in nightclubs in New York in the 1950s, where he either crossed paths with or worked alongside such stars as Jack Carter, Betty Garrett, Jen Murray, Shecky Green, Lenny Bruce, Joan Rivers, Judy Garland, and Woody Allen, then later performed improv in the late 1960s and early 1970s as a member of the committee, along with Howard Hessman and Peter Bonners. Howard Storm also worked steadily as an actor in television throughout the 1960s before becoming one of the most sought-after directors in television, including many of the shows produced by MTM Productions, including Rhoda and Taxi, as well as many of the shows produced by Gary Marshall, including Laverne and Shirley, Angie, and nearly 60 episodes of Mork and Mindy. After decades of regaling his colleagues and friends with stories of his colorful background, growing up in one of the toughest neighborhoods in the Lower East Side of New York, Howard Storm has just released his memoirs called The Imperfect Storm, which in this day of social distancing is a thoroughly, thoroughly entertaining book that I cannot recommend enough. We'll tell you more about it in just a second. First, Howard Storm, welcome back to our program. Thank you, and nice to be on the program. Uh, I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed the book. Steve was very influential in terms of getting the book shaped. I just told him stories, and he put it in a form, and uh, we have a book. And we have a book called The Imperfect Storm. Steve is Steve Stoyer, Howard's collaborator on The Imperfect Storm. He is the also the author of Raised Eyebrows, My Years Inside Groucho's House, another book that you need to read if you have not already done so. Steve, welcome back as well. A pleasure to be here. Howard, you have a wonderful story in the book about working with Beatrice Arthur on, on, the, yeah. on, on the set of Amanda's, which is the American version of Faulty Towers. And in the story you share in The Imperfect Storm, you, you, tell, our, you tell your readers how you earned B. Arthur's trust by basically telling her, I will always protect you, I will always be there to catch you if you go too far. I am guessing that when it came to you and Steve working together uh, on The Imperfect Storm, there was a little bit of that going on as well, only you were... You you were B. Arthur and Steve was you. <laughs> Howard's prettier than B. Arthur. <laughs> Just a little bit. When I wear makeup. Yes. But yeah. my, my point is, is that I know a little bit about this because I've done book collaborations. Steve, you understand this. And Howard, you understand this as well because in all aspects of your career, you have been involved in collaboration and is when it when it comes to working with the writer sharing your story there is a trust involved and you have to work to earn that trust yes well and i was very smart in in, in inviting steve to do this book with me uh because he was the perfect guy he he understood you know all of the nightclub stuff he's been around it uh and what I did was I just, we, we spent two days, 
and I just told stories to Steve, and he well, it was more than two them. days. It was. Oh yes. It, well, it may have seemed like two days, but you know, the number of weeks of going over to your place for a couple hours now and right. again, and then I'd transcribe it. Yeah. And so I would just uh, tell the stories, and Steve would record them and then go home and shape them into a book, which uh, became The Imperfect Storm. The Imperfect which, Storm, which is available hardcover, paperback, and as an e-book through our friends at Bear Manor Media, as well as Amazon.com, wherever books are sold uh, online. Ed? Go, yes. One of the things that I was happy about in terms of our collaboration and trust is that I knew there wouldn't be a problem with Howard having endless funny stories because he has a reputation as a raconteur and, uh, or a tumbler, as the Hebraic people would, would say. And uh, I knew that if we wanted to, we could have just had a compendium of funny celebrity stories and funny personal stories. But Howard trusted me because I guess he's a fool, and <laughs> I managed to drive uh, to draw him out on some of the darker elements of life, you know, uh, death and familial strife and divorce and crises of confidence and things like that. And so when when I wove it together with Howard's stories, I think it gave it more depth and more texture when you see Howard's life go from A to B to C with all of these personal challenges and ups and downs in addition to all the funny stuff and the endless celebrity stories. And I, I think Richard Lewis said it's one of the most life-affirming reads he's ever seen, which which was really gratifying to hear, and I think part of that comes from the fact that it's not all just funny story after funny story. Well, it's not just funny story after funny story. The first half of the book in particular, Howard and Steve, it reads very much like a novel, you know, I mean, and of course, you, you, were, you grew up in a very colorful part of the country, Howard, at a very interesting time, uh, the Lower oh, East, yeah. you know. <laughs> and and so you know you could not help but be surrounded by characters, but uh, working together these pe you know the various mob people and 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 tough guys that uh, you know were, were were part of your growing up and formative years, especially when you started your career. As, as Steve alluded, you can easily make them the subject of a joke, but it's it's trickier and and it's, it's a much more engrossing read for me. To, to lose yourself in these characters. Yeah, it was, um, it was interesting. I, I always think of one story, a, a guy named Nappy, who I didn't know at all, but I, wor I was working a club in a village, and in my act I talked about the neighborhood, and I talked about the guys in the neighborhood, you know, and uh, he called me to the table, and he wasn't too pleased. Uh, he he wanted to be sure I actually came from the neighborhood. So he said to me, you come from downtown? I said, yeah. Yeah, what street do you live on? 
I said, Henry Street. He said, what school do you go to? I said, Seward Park. And he said, how come I never seen you there? <laughs> 3,000 students. <laughs> he never saw me there. I said, well, how old are you? And he told me, I said, well, maybe, maybe you know my brother. Who's your brother? I said, Eddie Sobo. He said, that's your brother? Marlon, what a tough bastard. He didn't take from nobody. <laughs> he said, he's Jewish? He has a heart like an Italian. <laughs> There's so, a lot of those stories where you're... Basically, your safety and your neck is on the line because you're being confronted by all of these underworld figures that, you know, uh, that seem, you know, like out of a Damon Runyon story, except they were three-dimensional real people, and you were just this little Jewish guy from the Lower East Side, and many times throughout your life, and then, of course, throughout the book, there's all these little confrontations where you're being challenged and it just seems like you barely, you barely avoid being shot or stabbed or beaten or clubbed. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I, well, I, the image I get is the guy telling me to have a drink. And I said, no, thanks, I don't drink. And he pulled the gun out. Yeah. And he said, I said, have a drink. And it was in the lounge, there were a lot of people there, and I said, I'll have a bottle of scotch. And everybody <laughs> laughed. <laughs> you know, and uh, he said to me, uh, I'm, I'm, oh yeah, he was pointing the gun at me, and he said to me, uh, are you not afraid of dying? And I said, no, I'm not, because I don't know what dying is like. What I'm afraid of is waiting to die. And you pointing the gun at me makes me afraid. Because that, to me, is waiting to die. I don't understand if you can understand. I get it. <laughs> I'm nodding. Oh, no, I, I said to the guy. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't know if you can understand that concept. You know, because this was a moron holding a gun up. <laughs> you know? And so, uh, finally, you know, he... He he said to me, let's go to your dressing room. And he and another guy were holding a gun on me. And they took me into my dressing room. They said, give us all your money. And I said, I got 20 bucks if that saved me from getting shot here. And this went on and on until finally I wound up holding a gun on them. And I, I, I told them to put their hands on their heads, which they did. And I stood there with the two of them and <laughs> thinking, now, what do I do? You know, they're both standing with their hands on their heads. And luckily, the owner walked in. So that saved me. Didn't but it, the guy uh, show you the gun in a drawer? Oh, yeah. He opened the gun, uh, the drawer. And there was a thirty-eight special. Now, I knew guns because of my neighborhood. In high school, the guys were walking around with guns. Like it was, uh, you know, like they wore a belt. <laughs> you know, it was the Second World War, guys, brothers and uncles came back with Lugas, and there were guys walking around the school with Lugas and forty fives. So I saw guns. So he opened the drawer, and there was a thirty eight special lying in the drawer. 
He said, you know what that is? I said, yes, yeah, a 38 Special. He said, you know how to use one? And I scared the hell out of him. I picked it up. I said, I'm not sure. I think I squeezed the trigger. A bullet comes out here and hits you right in the chest. And I saw the blood drain from this guy's face. I was, you know, I thought I was Jimmy Cagney. It was, it was madness to do what I did. On the line with us are Howard Storm and Steve Stoyer. Howard and Steve are the co-authors of The Imperfect Storm, From Henry Street to Hollywood, the story of Howard's life and career on stage as a stand-up comic and in front of and behind the camera, including the three years that Howard worked with Robin Williams as the regular director of Mork and Mindy. The Imperfect Storm, available hardcover, paperback, and as an ebook through BearManorMedia.com, Amazon.com, wherever books are sold online. Dovetailing on the story you just told, Howard, about you know facing down this thug and making the the blood drain from his head, you know, and thinking on your feet. What are the common things that permeates throughout the imperfect storm is you have never been cowed by strong personalities. And part of that is survival. You had to, you know, especially you know, growing up. In yeah, the, in, yeah it, it, you know, it was my background growing up in that neighborhood, you, uh, you face that often, you know, and uh, either you cowed and, and, you know, and got pushed around or beat up. Or uh, what I learned, my mother always said to me, fight the guy as hard as you can. Mm -hmm. You don't have to win, but I promise you he won't bother you again. And I said, why not? And she said, because nobody likes to get hit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that was my theory through life. You know, I would not back away. I'd take the beating. Uh, you know, but uh, I got my shots in, and so she was right. I think that was one of the temporary titles when we were working on the book. Howard said, maybe I should call it Nobody Likes to Get Hit, because yeah. that was what his mom said, and I thought, I don't know, people may not understand why it's called Nobody Likes to Get Hit. Well, although I will say, Howard and Steve, when I read that story, I nodded. I nodded my head and I smiled because when I was uh, when I was like 14 or 15, there's this little runty kid who used to pick on me, and I was a nerd. I mean, I, I'm a I'm I'm a tall guy, but I was not a fighter, you know. Right. Yeah. Um, but and this little twerpy guy would 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 pick on me, and you know I took it until I got and and, and as it happens, I was friends with some of the jocks in school, and they would say, the jocks would say, Ed, just deck the guy. You're, you're a big guy. You're bigger than him. But I was the type of guy that if I threw a punch, the principal, I w it would be inevitably when the principal was turning the corner and I would get caught. So that was always, that was, that was my, but the long story short, this is, this is the story of the one and only fight I got into when I was in high school. This guy, you know, he, he pushed me too far and I grabbed him and I swung and I missed him by like five feet. That's how bad of a swing it was. But he never picked on me again. No, that's wow. right. That's, that's what happened. Yeah. As soon as you stand up to them. I, I remember the bully of the school. 
he said to me, me and you after school. So I go down there, and he's standing there, and I walk towards him, and when I get about five feet from him, I see his eyes start to roll. I see the fear in his eyes, and he says to me, you're lucky I have to go to the butcher for my mother. And he turned around and ran away. <laughs> this was the bully. Yes. I would just say, if you confront them, they back off. That's right. That's right, because nobody likes to get hit. Hey, there's a good name for a book. It's a good name yeah. for a book. Another another good name for a book is The Imperfect Storm from Henry Street to Hollywood by our guests Howard Storm and Steve Stoyer. Billy Crystal says, reading The Imperfect Storm is like having an intimate conversation with a very funny, charming man who has seen almost everything and everyone in front of and behind the camera, while Dick Cavett says the only problem with The Imperfect Storm is that it ends. But then if it ends, you can go back and you can read, you, you go back and pick out your favorite stories, you know, and read them again. So it's just endless hours of entertainment. The, heart, uh, the Imperfect Storm by Howard Storm and Steve Stoyer, available hardcover, paperback, and as an ebook through our friends at Bear Manor Media, also Amazon.com, where books are sold online. Um, going back to, you know, you've never been afraid of strong personalities, Howard. That also served you well in your performing career and in your directing career because you worked with some pretty formidable personalities. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But it, it's, it's not a matter of being afraid. I was afraid. But what I learned from my parents was overcome the fear. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, there was always the fear when a guy's pointing a gun at you. You're frightened. But you overcome it by dealing with it. And so, and, and even with B, uh, when I first met her, and, and she said to me, have you read the, the play this week? And I said, yes. And she'd already fired seven directors. Mm -hmm. Okay, I was the ace guy. And uh, she said, do you think it's funny? I said, yeah. She said, she rolled her eyes. I said, oh, you got to be kidding. And she sat down. And I'm standing there like an idiot. And I said to her, you know, Miss Arthur, I have an advantage over you. And she perked up and she said, what is that? And we'll pick up that conversation on the other side of the break. On the line with us are Howard Storm and Steve Stoyer. Their book is The Imperfect Storm, the story of Howard's life and career in show business on the stage and in front of and behind the camera. We'll talk some more with Howard and Steve when we come back on TV Confidential. Buying or selling a home can be one of the most stressful things we'll ever do in life, but it doesn't have to be. And no one knows better than our friends at Front Porch Realty Group. Their community of realtors serving the Northern Bay Area of California that cares about their clients as individuals first and foremost. Whether you're a first-time buyer or looking to lease or sell your property in the Bay Area, Front Porch Realty Group will help you through this important transition by providing you with the right information for your situation while lessening the pain. They also work with a network of realtors throughout California who provide the same high caliber of customer service. Call Front Porch Realty Group at 415-886-7411 for a realtor referral near you. You can also visit their website, frontporchrealtygroup.com, for more information on the services they provide 
including upcoming workshops and seminars. For more information, call 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com. Front Porch Realty Group. They'll find the solution that works best for you. Want a free first ride with Uber? Uber, the mobile app that connects you with a ride at the touch of a button in minutes. Enter promo code TV Confidential after you download the app to receive your first free ride up to $20. For more information, go to get.uber.com forward slash go forward slash TV Confidential. One more item. If you find yourself working from home these days, and let's face it, we're all working from home these days, and are looking for a simple way to operate your business by phone, you might want to check out Grasshopper. Grasshopper, the new virtual phone system designed specifically for entrepreneurs. Grasshopper works like a traditional phone system without any of the hassle. That's because you don't have to buy any hardware or install any software. Everything is done virtually. You can manage it online or by phone. That means callers can reach you wherever you are, any time of the day, on your cell phone. Check out trygrasshopper.com forward slash TV confidential to check out how it works. With Grasshopper, you will sound more professional. You can run your business from anywhere while keeping your work life and your family life separate. Go to trygrasshopper.com forward slash TV confidential and save $50 on your first order. You get a toll free or local number for your business with multiple extensions. You can set up each extension with custom call forwarding to any phone in the world, as well as send or receive text messages from your business number. Get voicemails emailed to you as audio attachments and a whole lot more. Plans start as low as 12 bucks a month and there's a 30 day money back guarantee. Go to trygrasshopper.com forward slash TV confidential and save $50 on your first order. That's trygrasshopper.com forward slash TV Confidential. Trygrasshopper.com forward slash TV Confidential. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash TV Confidential, x.com forward slash TV Confidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay Area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.